This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. What's up, everybody? You tuned into a new episode of Real Spit No Swallow. It's your girl, Miss Brittany Patrice. And your handsome co-host, Talking Shit Zoe. Hi, Brittany. Hello there. How you doing? Oh, just peachy. How about yourself today? Yeah, I'm kind of somber a little bit. Somber? Yeah. Oop. I ain't, I mean, do that. <clears throat> I ain't the but most uh, happiest of campers right now. Yeah, we coming from, um, I guess, a a very uh, eye-awakening weekend. Yeah, hell yeah. We're recording, but by the time y'all hear this, it's still, it'll still definitely be a big topic from probably weeks and months to come. Man, you it's, know? honestly, it's, it's probably going to be a big topic for the next, like, six months. Easy. Mm-hmm. Easy, for sure. Yeah, so we're coming off of uh, yesterday we lost Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant and his daughter were involved in that um, that helicopter crash. And, and seven other people. And seven yeah, other people, absolutely, wanna, seven other people. Don't to about them, too. So, um, <clears throat> so yeah, that's a, that was a big – I was actually on the plane yesterday. When I heard about it, I was connecting to the free Wi-Fi that I get <laughs> with T-Mobile. Shout out free Wi-Fi. <laughs> right. But yeah, as soon as I uh, connected to the Wi-Fi and got on Instagram, it was the first story. And of course, when I looked at it, I was like, mm, "Let me make sure this is true." Like, you know what I'm saying? Because shit like that, you just be they, like, uh, "I'm just not. I'm not one of those people that just see something and be like, oh yeah, let me go off of this.'" Like, I had to do some research. It took me about two, three minutes. Went to MSNBC, CNN, and all that shit. And I was like, "Well, I'll be damned." Yeah, because you know they kill. Like the first thing I was, I was, "Oh my god!" Like on the plane, the lady next to me, she looked. And she looked, I just showed her my phone, and she was like, oh, my God, are you serious? Yeah, because you know they kill celebrities on the internet oh, all yeah, the all time. Oh, yeah, all the time. Shit, so. a couple weeks ago, the thing they was talking about, Will Smith and his son had been killed in the plane crash. I didn't know that. Yeah, it that. was on. It was one of them fake, you know, hoax <clears throat> uh, websites. Yeah. So, yeah, that shit really, I was just like in total shock. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not going to lie, man. Um, and I, I've, I haven't been a Kobe fan probably in the last... 16, 17 years. Right. Well, that's damn near his whole career. No, because I used to be a Kobe fan when he first got drafted. So Kobe got drafted in 96. I was 11. Straight out of high school, right? That was when I realized, that's when I first heard about Kobe. And I, because I thought you had to go to college. Me, I'm not a big sports sports, you know. But I was just like, oh, he went straight from high school to college, you know. And then other shit that kept him in. I mean, but for me as a girl, it wasn't no way in hell nobody knew who Kobe Bryant was. Even if you didn't know sports, you knew who Kobe Bryant was. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And I was just thinking, like, I will. I said, maybe I'll lay off the fellas this week because I know a lot of guys who are into sports are probably really, really, really hurt well, because uh, it is somebody that they looked up to it, and it, it's followed. Not, and it's, it's not really that niggas looked up to him. It's more so, you know, so like I said, like, he got drafted in 96, so I was 11. Right. He, that's he, a big part of your childhood. Right. He was 11. Well, that was 20 right, plus and, years ago. And he was 17. So it's like we all kind of grew up together. You know what I'm saying? So when you when you see that, you see that man die like that, it's just kind of like, damn. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like, like Kobe was 41. You know what I'm saying? I'm 34. Which is not, yeah, which yeah. isn't far, yeah. So to see him just die like that, you know, and then, you know, he, he's he's been taking a helicopter for years, man. Like, that's yeah. always been his, his method yep. of transportation. And him just to die like that, mm-hmm. it's fucked up. But then the thing that really, really fucked with me is, like, his little girl was with him. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, so... My my imagination is very vivid, and you think about those last moments. It's like you you know he probably died twice that day because he can't he couldn't even protect his girl. I mean his daughter. Right. You know what I'm saying he he see the fear in her eyes and he know it's over. Right. You know so just to 
just the, I don't know, just the picture that man. Like I, I legit shed a, a couple tears yesterday, a couple uh-huh. times. And like I said I was not a Kobe fan, very critical of Kobe, you know that kind of thing. But <clears throat> not to the extent to where, you know, you don't appreciate this man' greatness, his, his his impact on the game of basketball, his impact on the culture, right? You know, his impact on young black boys all around, the, you know, around the, around the world, and right? Then, just to see him die like that on some fluke shit, mm-hmm. along with and like, like I said, his daughter, man, his daughter is thirteen years old. Like she ain't even get to live no kind of life, right? So, well, you know what? I'm just one of those people when I get to thinking, and I always say, you know, everything happens for a reason, and I kind of feel like um, the way, like. I d- definitely feel like when you, you living throughout your life, you do have to be mindful of what you say, what you do, because the impact that you're leaving on the world. He definitely left a very positive impact, you right. know, on Spe- the world. Especially in his later years. Especially in his later years. And I, I always looked up, well, realized the fact that, and this is definitely not to tarnish. I don't want anybody to think that this is to downplay what happened. But as a man, you know, as all marriages go, he had, you know, they had their little rough spot, you know, at one spot. But I feel like after that, you never heard nothing else negative about him and his marriage. You know what I'm saying? After he had the situation and it was kind of like he was growing up. He was a younger man. They were supposed to get divorced about four or five years ago. See, I didn't hear nothing about that. You you ever hear uh, that Rick Ross verse when he was like, Oh, no, Drake was like... Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, I know what you're talking Kobe about. Kobe about to lose 150 M's. Yeah, I know what yeah. you're talking about with that. But as far as their... Infidelity. His infidelity. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm referring to. Yeah. yeah. So as far as his infidelity, is like he, you know, stepped up to the plate to do yeah. what he's supposed to do. Who knows what that situation, you yeah, know what I'm saying, was about because he was getting ready to retire. So, yeah. you know, four or five years ago. Well, four years ago, so five years. I'm sure in the last... Two years prior to his retirement, this was in the works of yeah. him, you know, retiring. Yeah. So who knows what that brought about... <clears throat> But she, you know, it's a different situation. People got money and all that stuff. But um, I just feel like with his daughter, I always say that everybody, when you have multiple children, you might gravitate to one more than you do the other. Like, you're still a good father to all of you. You're still a good parent to all of them. Right. But if he, he never had the chance to have a boy. And I feel like him that his his daughter Gigi the one who when I watched her videos <laughs> I'm like that little girl can play some she basketball was, she was cold she was a little was fucking cold. female little Kobe she was Kobe and I actually this is crazy because that video was just a video that was posted she was uh, on the basketball court in heels and a couple yeah. it was literally a couple weeks ago so yeah. that's when I was like well who is Gigi yeah. me not knowing I didn't know who Gigi was so I looked at so I'm like oh this Kobe right now daughter then I look and I see all the videos of him helping her and then her playing basketball I'm like this little girl can play basketball like her like, daddy yeah, like she like, like she, he, was, she was she sweet. has his traits she you know sweet, what I'm saying right. yeah his talent or whatever yeah. And so when I saw that, and I'm like, and I said to myself, I'm like, this is little boy. You know, this is maybe the little boy he always wanted or whatever. His oldest daughter is like a good-ass volleyball player, too. Yep, I saw that, too. Yep, she good in in sports as well. And so to know that they both, they died together, I feel like if they had to go, it needed to be in that, you know what I'm saying, in that sense, for them to be together. It's tragically poetic, in other words. Exactly. That's why I'm like, I I might not be saying this the right way, but... I I, I get what you're saying. Her, with her attachment to her father, I don't... None of those kids are probably going to, you know what I'm saying, they won't be 100%, you know what I'm saying, ever. This is something, losing a, a parent, especially in that way, and they lost a sibling, and it's just crazy, but I just feel like knowing that they were together, hopefully that gives some type of peace to their family, knowing that they were together. Um, and knowing she was with her dad, you know what I'm saying? Of course, I'm pro- they were all, everybody on that, I'm sure, were scared. Yeah, oh yeah. But like the other girl that was there, she was there with both of her parents. Yeah, it was, you know? a, it was, it was a couple sets of 
parents on there, if I'm not or It was the pilot. It was another assistant basketball coach. And then it was the other coach, his wife and their daughter, Kobe yeah. and her, his daughter. So, but the yeah. sets of parents, they were there with their child. Their kids, right. And they left two siblings. So these siblings are not on, they're gone. They don't have either of their parents. And they lost a sibling. It's like, fuck. You yeah. know, it's like you don't question God. Or but you, you know, don't question but you, whoever you believe in, but it's like you know. But some, I, I feel like I, I feel like sometimes you do question God. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because some shit. I mean, maybe not in this situation, but in some in some shit, man, it's just like my nigga. Why? You know what I'm saying? Like you, you can't help but naturally question right. God or 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 what happens. You know what I'm saying? Especially when something tragic happens. Especially when when you see something tragic happen. To somebody who's actually a decent person, but then you see a motherfucker like George Zimmerman still walking the fucking street. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you you definitely question God. You don't want to, but I think naturally, you know what I'm saying, your natural response is like, my nigga, why? Like I think I think that's how a lot of people lose faith. Right. You know what I'm saying? I agree. When you when you got when you got somebody, I mean like look at Kobe, man. Like this nigga was doing shit for the community. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? He had his own little Mamba Academy. He was he was like a like a like a uh, uh, a fucking voice for mm-hmm. women's basketball. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. like you got Kobe Bryant as a as a, as a fucking a voice for women's basketball? Because mm-hmm. a lot of people but shit on women's he, basketball. He knew what he what was coming. Right. He knew his daughter was going to so, the WNBA. Right, so let me so speak let up me, now. Exactly, yeah. because by the time she get there, I don't want all this bullshit going on. And, you know what I'm you saying? saying? And then you, you, see him off, you, you see a man like that die, but then I say you got niggas like George Zimmerman still walking the fucking street, Walmart yep. shopping. This mm-hmm. nigga sold his pistol on eBay. Yep. Yeah, like all kind of little fuck shit. So I, I do believe that you, you know, you do get to a point where you, you don't want to question God, right? But you, you, I mean, naturally, man, that anger, that animosity, that that pain. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You definitely, you don't give a fuck who who it is at this point. I mean, because at, at this point, man, you probably like I saw. So I, I think in terms of uh, his wife Vanessa. Like man, she probably like fuck everybody and everything. You know what I'm saying? You like know what? I just, she probably she... I just lost my husband and my daughter. Right. At one fucking time. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. And, but you know, it's like situations like that where I, you know, and I don't even want to say that because I, I'm not in that position to say that. But I've seen where people have. I, well, I've, I've seen where people have been in these situations, and the only thing that helps carry them through is God. Is knowing. That oh. they have three other children to live for. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. Most definitely. Three other children to live for. And it's like, as a parent and as a wife, of course, I know she questioned, like, why, why in the hell? Like, why? why? You know what I'm saying? But you just lost the head of your household. You lost though. the head of your household. Like, yep. we're talk, we talking about, like, the catalyst for everything yep. that's that's positive within your family. And this nigga's just gone. Yep. I did read to their oldest daughter, which this is, I didn't verify this because so many people be so quick to just post stories without validating. But, um, I did read, it was on, was it CNBC? Or it was one, it was some credible source. Cause I, I never, I don't think TMZ is a credible source. It's very, I know a lot of people. It's very credible. I, I know they went off of TMZ, but, to me, TM, to, in my opinion, TMZ is not, should not be your first recourse to them, man, them, be like to put information out. Them niggas be on it, though. They be on it, they be on but it. they're so distasteful in the shit. I don't, I don't, they're not my, they're not my source of um, 
information. They, they, uh, let me just say that. They they're may, not my source of in, in, information. They may be distasteful, um, but they be on their shit, though. But that's the thing. That's what people say. They're distasteful, but no. Like, they're very fucking dista- distasteful. They've always been distasteful, though. There has never been a situation. <clears throat> I don't care whether the shit was true or not. The manner that they put information out, and I'm not just talking about this Kobe shit. It's been numerous stories that they have put out that are just so fucking distasteful, where it's like, my nigga, damn. But like, it, y'all don't even give motherfuckers a chance. But if you if you think about with how you word things, but if you, if you for think me, about, it's wording. If you think about most news outlets, though, they always want to be the first because one to they're all the media, right? I they, get it. They're right. all fucking media. So I mean, TMZ ain't really no different from the, TMZ. Any, is to me is definitely different. And my again, it's my opinion. It's your opinion, right? They're not fucking credible to me, and I'll never go off of just oh, okay. Well, TMZ said it, so let's just run with it. Like no, I'm. I, that's just that's my opinion. I don't fucking care for TMZ. Just like the motherfucking shade room, people are like oh the shade room is. I don't care. The shit could be true, but for me. That's I'm right. not going with the motherfucking shade room or I'm not going with motherfucking TMZ. I just choose to go with another uh, media source that is more focused on the actual news of a situation as opposed to getting the motherfucking the information out, out there right. to get the likes and all that bullshit. The juiciness you know. all right. I got you. Like, yeah, that shit just is not what's up to me. They, but, uh, um, but they corrected. It was also. Oh, go ahead, my bad. Go ahead. It was also a, a story which... Now this, you heard for your own fucking ears, the uh, reporter for MSNBC, who I Hmm. still don't motherfucking get it. I still don't get how she got niggas out of knackers. Niggers. Like. (laughs) No, that was G-G-E-R-S. Like, ma'am, like, I don't even know how you supposed to clean that up. And what's crazy, though. She took a pause and she said. There was a hesitation there. L.A. niggers. I listened to that 50 11 times. There was no C. There was no K. The bra said niggers. Okay. The, but the, the, Nobody can convince me otherwise. See, this 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 the, this the thing that kind of pisses me off. You know what I'm saying? So like, and you know, social media, everybody got a voice. Everybody got a platform. Everybody, get, you know, say whatever the fuck they want to say. There's so many motherfuckers on, on fucking social media that have the same skin tone as you and I who are, who are kind of like vouching for her. Man, she didn't say that. Why would she say that? And it's like, my nigga, like, like, so. Having the same skin tone, unfortunately, don't mean shit these days. Yeah, but I mean, but the, the thing is, though, it's like, I, all these, all these Sambo motherfuckers who, like, always are so quick to, like, protect or, 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 or advocate for white people when they do shit wrong or say shit wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want, you know, one dude who went to, who went to high school with us, he was like, why would this reporter, Get on the news and say it. I said, bro, like you act like they haven't said this shit on the news before. <laughs> like they don't say ignorant shit on TV and referencing black people all the fucking time. Right. Uh, what? What's my man Don Imus was on the radio and called a, a fucking a fucking team full of bas- a black basketball women, bas- black female basketball players, a team of nappy nappy headed hoes. Mm-hmm. Like they do this shit all the fucking time. So right. so to see all these black people trying to like protect her. You know what I'm saying? It's like, dog, like this, this whole the, that whole concept of house niggas is still very relevant in today's society. Absolutely. And like, how how are you protecting this shit? You can literally rewind it. This bitch didn't say no knackers. What the fuck is a knacker? <laughs> what I've ne- like, you trying to combine Knicks and Lakers? This nigga jerk. Everybody never know, played for the that's, Everybody know Kobe Knicks? played for the fucking Lakers. But where would the Knicks even come from? That's like, come, <laughs> where would the Knicks come from if he's never played for? Why would that be in the story? I don't fucking know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's why I was like this. This when I read her explanation, I did chuckle because I'm like, bitch, you shouldn't have just you shouldn't have said shit. Just, you should have just resigned yeah, and said, yeah, okay, just, I done fucked just up. Just own up to it. I done fucked up. Because Knackers? 
Somebody, when I posted the story, because again, I tell people, I say, I hold people accountable. I'm not for that sympathy, that all that bullshit. And this girl, she commented and she said, um, you don't just slip up and say some shit you've never said before. Touche. Usually when I stutter over a word or a name, I'm saying something I say all the damn time. And you just fucking up saying and that you fucking, word. And somebody else, I think uh, Mika was. She was talking about your subconscious mind, which I said, absolutely. Most definitely. Most definitely. The name was there on the tip. It was in your mind, and it, the, what you was thinking was close to what you wanted to say. And it just spilled out. And it spilled out. You fucked up. You did. You fucked up. You know you done fucked up, right? Royally. You know yeah, you done I mean, fucked up, right? That shit crazy, dog. And if my thing is, because they've let news anchors slide on some shit, and then six months later, you, they just pop up on another fucking station. Oh, yeah. And then we just go on about yeah. the shit. I just feel like this situation, the story that she was covering, there is no mo- there is no motherfucking explanation. The, mag- the, the magnitude of the story Correct. And, and, and who it was. Exactly. I'm talking about we're talking about one of the greatest fucking basketball players ever. Correct. And and on the day of his death, him and Correct. his daughter death, and seven other people's tragic death, you call this man a nigger. The LA on, niggers. On on fucking TV. National television. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like this was a a, a fucking uh, uh, somebody recorded you saying this shit behind closed doors. Exactly. Bitch, you on the mic. Yep. You know what and I'm saying? And all her people that she be talking to, they probably like, oh my God, Allison, no. You weren't supposed to say that and here. You're right. You, we talk about that in group chat. Right. When we when we having <laughs> drinks, Mo, like, mojitos. I said, you, she done fucked up. And the thing is, she going to keep, keep her job, though. She probably is going to keep, keep her, her job, fucking sure. job. She that's probably the, is. That's, that's the like the real sad part that about, was, that was about M- this. That was MSNBC? Yep, it was MSNBC. Oh, I'm about to say, if it was Fox, she for sure keeping her job. Yep, it was MSNBC. Yeah, man, that's just that, that whole situation is tragic, man. They just it, sweep it under the rug and keep it moving like anything. The, else. the disrespect to that man's legacy. You know what I'm saying? The fact that he died the way he died, his mm-hmm. daughter dying. You know what I'm saying? And then even, even, even where he was headed to, like he was headed to a basketball camp for 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 some shit that he created for right. female basketball players, right? And it's like, man, like you died trying to do good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You, you But let's just back up. So I did do a little bit of research and they were talking about the actual pilot. You know, we we'll get off this topic because I don't want the whole show to be about this. But <clears throat> the pilot, they they gave the there was bad weather bad that weather, morning. Yep. And so, but there are rules and regulations in aviation, whether you find a flying a plane, whether you flying a helicopter, jet, whatever. Right. And they gave him a special circumstance. Like, they approved a special circumstance for him to get from point A to point B. All the other when, all the other, all the other, helicopters flights were grounded, though. Nope. That was their choice to be grounded. Everybody was supposed to be grounded. But if you requested a special circumstance, okay. it can be considered. Okay. So he, respe- he requested a special circumstance. They allowed it. But it was kind of like um, you got level one, you got level two. They're like, okay, if you do this, you can't fly no higher than 2,500 feet. Oh, yeah, okay. and, they, and they was going up when that shit happened. They was going yeah, up. Yeah. Also, the thing was, you're flying, the best, the the consideration, or excuse me, the approval was, you know you flying on your eyesight because you can't fucking see. Because it's foggy. So they're going off your best judgment. So right. as the pilot, maybe because he, I, and I, now that part I didn't, I'm like, maybe he's been a pilot for 30 years and he like, you know, I do this shit, blah, blah, blah. But he went against, he went against his better judgment, whereas this could have been prevented um, I don't want. I don't want to say it could have been prevented because everything happened. But had he went with a different choice of let me not go above what they approved for me, uh, let me just let me just go ahead and land this bitch here because it said they flew around Burbank, California for like 15, 20 minutes, and 
California is a big, you know, a big space, period. Right. But literally within 40 minutes of them leaving, they did. the accident happened. Right. The accident happened. So it's kind of like 40 minutes in the air, to me, actually does go by fast. It's like, but it's kind of like, it's like when you're driving in a car and you have passengers, for me, especially when I have kids. I'm not driving for me. I'm driving for the safety of my passengers in my vehicle. Right. So if I'm a texter, if I text and drive while I'm in the car by myself, I might not text and drive while I'm in the car with somebody else because if something happened, their life is now, that's on me. And t- and typically, when shit happens, the the driver always survives and everybody else dies. Correct. So you yeah, Correct. you definitely got to be more conscious. You know, and yeah, and then you got to live with all that guilt. So it's kind of like in that situation, first of all, I really don't think they should have gave the circumstance because for a person that works in aviation, when I talk to pilots, and I know when I go to work, this is going to be a conversation. When I talk to pilots, and pilots be like, well, what are they mad about? And I'm like, yeah, my thing is if the pilot tell you he can't see, he can't see, sit your ass down. Right. The plane not going nowhere. Right. He can't see. Right, so nigga, you don't want to die. You don't want to be up there in a plane and the pilot can't motherfucking Just see. Just be patient and chill out, my nigga. But then it was also the thing where they said the pilot, he could have called in to air traffic control and said, hey, can you guide me? But that takes time. So he didn't do that. It's just like, ugh, it's, that just comes with decisions. You have to make good decisions. And you're not up there by yourself. You should have He should have considered the other people on the plane. But who knows? Maybe they encouraged him. Maybe he like, I do this shit all the time. I got it. I got this. You right. know, yeah. it's just it's it's just a whole horrible situation. It's, it's, very, it's very fucked up. It it's definitely is. Up. It absolutely is. And it's just one of the things you want to stay off social media. Because, like, again, you say for the next six months or so, it's definitely going to be something and it, high and profile. It, and, and, and this is the kicker. So this year... Uh, Kobe was expected to be voted into the Hall of Fame. So we ain't even get a chance to see his Hall of Fame speech. Right. So they will definitely to, still be voted, oh, but sure. it's not he won't physically. Right. So so that and, that and that's why I said like at least for the next six months, because that happens in the summertime. Right. So that right there is going to be very, very fucking emotional. It is. Because right. if, if you think about all the NBA legends, like the motherfuckers don't die early. Correct. It, it, and I want to say in 1997 or 1996, the uh, NBA did a thing where they had the top 50 greatest players of all time. Uh-huh. Out of them 50 players, over that span of how, how many years it was in the NBA at that point, only one of them had died. Mm. So everybody else was still alive. So right. it's like NBA legends, they don't just, just die and then like just die tragically like that. Yeah. But then you got probably- I think it's the manner, of course. Yeah. Because you know, you know, yeah, it, it wasn't like he died in his sleep or some shit like that. Right. Peacefully. It, yeah. So right. it, it's like we talking about a top five, easily a top 10 greatest player of all time. Right. 41 years old. He can't even he can't even give his Hall of Fame speech. Right. It's, that shit tragic, man. It it's is. Tragic. We we definitely, you know, our condolences definitely go out to the families and loved ones of everyone that was involved. Um, it's just it's horrible. It's horrible. The fans. I cried. Bro. I just know a lot of the fans are really really hurt by that. Three so. times I cried. You said three times. Three times. Oh, you know, I was in Jamaica. Speaking of tree, I just came from Jamaica. You know, I was in Jamaica last year, so that's where I get the tree from. Yeah, they definitely say tree in Jamaica. So, on a um a better note, rest in peace, Kobe Cole. I did just come from Jamaica. I went to Jamaica for one day, and that was the when I tell you when I saw that story, I'm like, this is why I do what the fuck I want to do. I do who I want to do. I do shit how I want to do it because you never know when your life is over. I went to Jamaica for one day to help uh, my sister bring in her 48th birthday. One fucking day. I got up Saturday morning, got on the flight, and we came back Sunday afternoon. Where y'all go? 24 hours in Montego Bay, Jamaica. And we had a bar. And that 24 hours, I saw more in Jamaica than I did the last time when I went. And I was there for three days. We went to this nice-ass spot called Jerky's. Oh, my God. They had the best food. Get some jerky. I can't wait. 
Nigga, it's gone. I'm saying, and I brought some back, I'm saying, but it's it, gone. It was delicious, though? Oh, it was so good. Boy. It was so good. They had these things. You know how here we have rib Bunch tips. Right. So they had something. The place sold chicken. The meats, basically, was chicken, ribs, chicken, ribs, and pork. So we're like, well, what is the pork? Well, you don't eat pork, so you probably wouldn't be interested in this. But Not it was so good. Nigga, if somebody would have snuck it in and you would have ate it. <laughs> You would have been so in heaven. Then it was like, oh my god! Really? Now nah, I'm sick as fuck. Oh my god! Yeah, because you ain't had pork and and and, and shit and so liquid good. shit. Every so fucking listen, word. the pork is really they rib. What we would call rib tips over here. Okay, it was so good. We went to the place in two days. While we was there Saturday and Sunday on the way to the airport, our chauffeur, who was the weed man, also <laughs> he took us back. And it was just good as hell. Like, I'm ain't, fat, so why, the food was just why, delicious. Why you only text me and ask me for all the cash after you know I like jerk chicken? Oh, to bring, I don't know, I honestly don't like, believe like, it would have made it back, though. Why wouldn't you? You ate it? I would have ate it. <laughs> you get your own. <laughs> it was so good. That's I had up. my own. And the KFC, oh my goodness, they KFC there. Niggas love KFC in Jamaica. Oh, Niggas love KFC it don't taste Jamaica. nothing like the KFC here? I haven't had KFC in years, so I can't Oh my you. goodness, that KFC, but the guy was telling us, he was like, you know, they chicken they eat over there. It's the chickens they get from Jamaica. Yeah, them chickens don't go nowhere. They don't come yeah, from nowhere. Yeah. And they get their chickens from Jamaica and, and they pro- cook them. Probably bitches. no preservatives. No oh my goodness! Yeah. I said here you this don't taste nothing like the chicken at home, but it was delicious. I, I, I had a good time. My twenty four hours. I can see your excitement about the, uh, yes about the chicken. <laughs> you know, I'm fat. I was still trying to stay on my diet. <laughs> I mean, it's okay to splurge a little bit. But I, w- I wasn't eating my bread and potatoes. I'm trying not to eat all the fucking carbs. That's what do it. meat is good. That's good. Good, okay? You I had like it. five fries. You saw fat when you said that good. <laughs> I ain't got the sound fried. I'm fat. I know I'm fat. That's how I just knew it was good. Just say you chuskular. So That's what women, when women ask me. That how would sounds you descri- manly. How would you describe yourself? So I'm chuskular. Chuskular. You know what I'm saying? I got some muscles. And some chuskles. Yeah. I don't have no muscles. The only muscle I got is in my vagina. Hallelujah. <laughs> Anywho, um, what else did? Oh, my little podcast experience. Couple, well, it's been about a week. Yeah, it was a week ago. So I got to go on to this uh, podcast called Horrible Decisions. Had you ever heard of them before? Yeah. Two chicks from um, New York. The, the name is, is so raunchy. Yeah, it's horrible. It's spelled W H O R E. I-B-L-E, Horrible Decisions. Hallelujah. And so uh, these two chicks, Mandy, excuse me, Mandy and Wheezy, they're the hosts of the uh, Horrible Decisions podcast. They originally were um, corporate girls, had the side hustle of the podcast, podcast took off. They they are like me times 10. Okay. They talk about all the sexual escapades they done had, and they, they just, they some dope chicks. They live some down dope, dope chicks. And- Real back, quick st- background on the story. I reached out to them via email asking if, because I knew they were having a live podcast. Okay. So I reached out to them to see if, one, they wanted to come on our podcast or they, what else did I, I, I what, if they wanted to come on our podcast or if I could sponsor their show and give them some risque treasures. So uh, the girl Mandy, she responded to me, asked me, you know, exactly what do you do? And I told her, I'm like, well, I do fellatio workshops, toy parties. I, you know, help women achieve goals, you know, when it comes to sucking dick, basically, blah, blah, blah. So she was like, oh, my God, this sounds perfect. We don't have anybody to come on our Detroit show. Would you want to come on? And I said, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you would. Absolutely. And so because she did say she was like she didn't know if she'd be able to do the podcast thing. But to come to find out, she was already doing somebody else's podcast. Okay. So I was like, I get that. At right. the same time, I'm like, I mean, shit, you know, this is why you have multiple brands, you know, yeah, going. So. It's still a good opportunity to network, too. Correct. So. Absolutely. So, um. 
that same day, I, the next day, because she hit me up at the last minute, went and got my makeup done. I had already got my hair done, so I was good on that point. I'm like, but I ain't had nobody to go with me to to the show or whatever. So my one of my friends, she offered to go with me. She took video the whole time. I had my 15 minutes of fame. <laughs> like people at the at the uh, podcast, they have fun. Mandy and Weezy had fun. Like they really enjoyed. It. it was just so great. It was 300 women, or 250 to 300 guests there that I got to introduce the Risque experience to. That's for sure. So it was so freaking dope. It was so freaking dope. Um. It was so freaking out. I still kind of like on a high. I feel good. I still feel good about it. You look a little blow. So, a little blow. A little blow. Oh, because I said I still you feel on high. high. See that correlation? Yeah, I'm saying. Lorenzo. Synonyms. Anywho. All <laughs> but yeah, it was cool. Like, I can't, I, I, I'm going to go to their Houston show too and pop up like, hey, remember me? When is that? Uh, February 22nd. Hmm. Yep, February 22nd. I'm going to pop up in Houston. We might pop up in Houston. We, we sure the fuck we, can. We might do that. I love Houston. I've never um, been, so. Oh, yeah. Houston is dope. My, my little sister just Houston, started college Houston down is there, dope too, for, so. Oh, did she? She just Houston start, is dope for men and women. That's I believe how it. dope it is. I mean, she just started her first year at uh, University of Houston, so. Oh. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. After, like, not being in college for, like, the last four years, she, I told her. But she, it's she, something she, she still wants to do? She well, got grants and stuff, or she got loans? Probably, probably loans and grants. You know what I'm saying? I told her, I said, you need to take your, take your motherfucking ass back to college. Flat out. Because, like, she she not a hustler. You know what I'm saying? She oh, so she, oh, yeah. She it's she different. If you got yeah. that hustle. If you got hustle, you could have pushed fuck, it fuck another college. way. Exactly. Yeah. I said, you need to take your ass back to college. Uh-huh. And you need to go get your job back with Delta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and finesse oh, that. She was working for Delta? For like a and year. And, it up? and quit. And quit? Well, she was ramp. Oh, she was cleaning the plane, but she was flying oh. for the freezy. And quit. That wasn't smart. Not at all. I took. She's stubborn. Oh man. So, but, but she, she probably she's probably not a traveler because anybody who's a traveler. She was trying. She started traveling. She went to New York. Maybe went she to didn't really places. see the benefit of that. <laughs> man, I don't she's know. She's a piece. But she. But I, I. You know, we kind of we kind of had our couple little issues over the past couple of years. But I was talking to her a few months ago, and I was like, "You need to take your motherfucking ass back to college. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to get your shit all the way back together. You got too much potential just to be wasting it." Right. And she, so she had moved. She quit. Her, she quit working for Delta and moved to Houston. She was working at Delta, in North Carolina, and uh, but now she down. She she got. She started school about a week ago. So I'm proud of her. About a week ago, week yeah, ago. So I'm like, we can we can go down there and check her out. Yeah. Well, yeah. February twenty second, Horrible Decisions podcast. Plus, I hear some big booty bitches, big booty boppers, in fucking Houston. It definitely is some nice, nice women down in Houston. Is. I'm also, about, man. I'm Actually, to, I got an event I'm doing down in Houston, um, February 14th. Oh yeah, well let's go bopper hunting. I'm going. Why? Why am I going bopper hunting? Well, Actually, you. I still got a little Houston. Bop, well, did, back didn't you say that? Uh. Oh no, you said you would only eat pussy if it came in a can if you could lose weight. Yeah. Okay. That's the only. That's the only way I would. Okay. Eat well, what if we meet a bopper who's selling pussy in a can? Get, get, we might. We might beat the boppers who sell pussy in a can. That's guaranteed to lose weight. Like I sell my pussy in the can. No, it's I'm saying, so you know boppers are like hoes. Oh, okay. So let's go down to Houston, be some boppers. So is this where the baby? Shout out to the baby. I still love you. If when he say, "Oh, I need some shit with some bopping," is that what you talking about? He needs some shit with some hoes in it. Probably so. Cause like so like so boppers is a Houston word. Oh, is it? Yeah, Slim Thug, Paul Wall, all them niggas say bopper, huh. and that mean the hoes. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, you you know I'm a, you know I'm a hip hop head, huh. and I love Houston rap. 
So I want to say probably like 07, niggas was talking about bopping. I'm like, what the fuck is bopping? So it sounds like giving head. It, Bop, bopping. It, I can see that. Because yeah. you're, you're a head giver. So I, okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> that bop, okay, I got you. So uh, I'm like, what the fuck is bopping? Like I would be offended if a nigga called me a bopper. Yeah, but you be bopping though. But you be bopping. If it's in relation to giving head. Right, like, you be bopping. So you a bopper. Technically, you're a bopper if you be bopping. I haven't bopped in a long time. But so. you be, you you are you are you are a legendary bopping bopper. You teach women how to bop. So you're the bop extraordinaire. Okay, so Bobby Britney, <laughs> Brit the <Britney> bopper. Ah, <laughs> <You laughs> say that. Brit the bopper. Got I knew you were about to say that. Anywho, I got you. I'm gonna go ahead and segue it for you, my bopping ass friend. Before we uh close out another. Show of the good old Real Spit No Swallow podcast. Somebody was talking about the um, long distance relationships. Do you think you could be in a long distance relationship? Man, man, that shit hard, bro. It is so. What's, but what's the hardest thing about it? Do you think? Okay, so in my experiences. Um, Wait, have you been in a long distance relationship before? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what was the hardest part about being in that relationship? So like the 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 thing the thing with those with the uh the long distance thing is for for me, it does like so it do, it doesn't really bother me like that. Mm-hmm. But for the woman it bothers the woman though because you know women like to be around the men all the time. They want to cuddle. Mm-hmm. They want to get fucked on. They want to see you. Mm-hmm. I'm saying like women need time and attention. So if they're not getting that then it, it it's a it's a lot of fucking issues that come from that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's just a struggle. But for for me, it's not that that bad of a thing because I be so busy doing so much other shit. You know what I'm saying? Like it gives me opportunity to actually miss you. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, I would I would so ideally I would love to be in the same vicinity with you. Mm-hmm. But if I can't, it's not gonna really fuck with me too much because I got I got a lot of th- different things to keep me distracted from that. Okay, but with women, man, because women are emotional and they, and they need time and they need affection and all that shit. Like, the problem typically comes from them. Side note, I, my face getting slimmer. I think my diet. Been you gotta talk in the mic, man. I said I think my face is getting slimmer. I think my diet been working. Sorry. I Kudos. I'm sorry. That was rude. Very. I apologize. That's cool. <laughs> That's cool. Well, what I was gonna say is. What's funny is that literally processed in my mind, and I just said it as opposed to just thinking it and like just niggers. making note of it. Like yeah. niggers, yeah. Oh, that's hard. Yeah. Um. So I mean, but when you do, when, do you explain that though in a long distance relationship? Because I would think if if you are if y'all agreeing to be in a relationship and it's long distance, I would think that's kind of like a given. Like nigga, it's long distance, so you could be horny at three a.m. in the morning. I'm not gonna be there by three thirty a.m. to take care of you. Well, I <clears throat> so this is this isn't like let me, let me fix my words right. So we, women really don't give a fuck about logic like that. I'm being I'm being okay. Go ahead. I'm, I'm not gonna say anything. Look, 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 look. So, so you may give a fuck about logic like that. Mm-hmm. That may be you. That may be some of your constituents. Mm-hmm. But generally speaking. As a man dealing with women, like women really don't give a fuck about logic like that. It's more so about they're emotional, first mm-hmm. and foremost. So that trumps all of thinking. 
Mm-hmm. All of the shit that makes sense. So it's like they want what they want. So okay, well, technically, it's Wednesday and you want to see me, but bitch, I'm hearing you there, so I can't see you. So mm-hmm. then now they're, they they know that because they're there and you they're where they at and you where you at. Mm-hmm. So now they're mad though, and now they're mad at you. Now they're mad at the situation. Now they just pissed. Now they temperament fucked up. Mm-hmm. Now they now they they kind of snapping at you. And it's like damn, right. it's like all I did was say hello, and it's like oh, I'm just tired. I ain't seeing you. I'm emotional. I'm in my head. Like, oh, shut the fuck up. But how do you make up for that? Because, okay, if you can't physically be there, what are some things that you can do in a long-distance relationship to make sure that they know that you're, you know what I'm saying, that you like them, you still love them, whatever the case is, if you can't physically be there? Phone bone. Caking on the phone all fucking day. Like, that's what they want. What else? That's really it. Like, like I saw. So I, I, in my experiences, I realized phone boning and what you say, staying on the phone all day. Yeah, like caking. So, like, like in my but, exp- okay, we got shit to do. We're not about to sit on the exactly. Phone all day. But, but once, once again, so and 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 the the statement you just made was very logical, and that statement that you just made was also from a perspective of an entrepreneur because you always got some shit going on. So typically, oh, like so, let's say the typical woman works at nine to five. Mm-hmm. So when they get off work, they may go to go to the gym, but typically they come home. So they chilling. Right. So at that downtime, they want to talk on the fucking phone. But if the so like for me, I'm a mover and shaker. So mm-hmm. I'm like never really just sitting still. So I can't just sit on the phone for two and three hours every fucking day. Right. Just talking about the same shit. I got you. Like I can do it sometimes because I because I it's not enough that goes on in the world for us to talk every single day on the phone for but, hours. But once once again. Like you could check in with me, hey, once you know a, what I'm saying? Once again, thinking well, about you, can't wait to see you. A, a lot of women don't. A lot of women don't think like that. <laughs> we though. not about to be on the phone all day, I'm, every day. I, I mean, we I don't s- even have to talk every day. That's my. That's my thinking. You could shoot me a text. That listen, shoot me a dick pic. Listen, that's that's my that's my thinking. Make make me miss you even more. But exactly. We not about to talk like, on the phone like, every day. If, if I don't, so if I don't, if I don't talk to you for a day or two, then it's like when I do talk to you, I'm gonna want to sit there and really talk to you because I ain't talk to you. But talking to you every fucking day all day, me sitting still on this phone or me sitting on fucking FaceTime, or like I just can't always do that. So yeah. once so so what ended up happening is now there's another issue because I'm not accessible physically and then I can't just sit on the phone and talk all fucking day because there's other shit to do. Can I say this before I forget? This is a perfect example of how women agree to shit that they know they're not set up for. What are you talking about? What you mean? Are you talking about the uh the, oh, because I, I, I was. Talking, no, yeah. I, Why are you even looking at my phone? Don't look at that. I'm oh, talking look, about the conversation. When you said I it, can multitask. No, when you said it down, I thought you were showing me. No, because here. I'm not no, I'm, you I seen anything. a meme. A meme. Is it Mimi? Me. Mimi. Me. But what I'm referring to no. is women. This situation, you don't even have to tell them what it is up front. If you live in Detroit, they live in motherfucking Atlanta. Right. Okay. We live in two different se- uh, cities. Right. Two different states. Right. So. If we're going to kick it, you know already up front without me telling you, my nigga, we're not going to see each other every day. We're not going to talk. You know what I'm saying? Well, maybe not talk every day, but we're not going to see each other every day. You're not going to be able to get to me how you want to get to me and vice versa. So women will sign up for that because, okay, well, I really do like them. We'll see how this go. 
But you know inside, you're not that type of female. You can't handle shit like that. Right. You need to be with somebody who is 10 minutes away, not right. 10 hours away. Who, and who, if you can't do that, and the person, even if they're 10 hours away, if you know they can't sit on the phone all fucking day and talk to you, that's something you're, you you can't do. You can't handle. I mean, that, but that 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 just be the case, man. Like, like honestly, I think long-distance relationships can work if both parties are considerate of the other person. Correct. And, and, say- and understanding, too, because the thing is, like I said, so, you know, with, with me doing the things that I'm doing, if you get off work at 5 o'clock and you come home and fucking chill right. for the next four or five hours, that don't mean I'm chilling. Mm-hmm. I can't just be accessible on your time when you're available. Right. You know what I'm saying? But women don't really see this. Like, a woman, a woman kind of wants what she wants when she wants it. Yeah. So yeah. that that, that makes this. it difficult. I wasn't in a long-distance relationship, but I did have some good long-distance pipe that kept me in line via talking, via texting, Via when I did visit, the pipe was always right and accurate and just fulfilling and satisfying. Just I was good. I could go two, three weeks with no fucking issues. When I felt that I needed a fucking re-up, I was on my motherfucking way or he was on his way. Like it was it was awesome. It was awesome. It was mutual. I actually had two situations like that long distance wise. And I then the second one was actually when I was older, when I was like, I can't do this long distance shit. And we didn't talk every day. I might have stalked this fucking social media pages every day, but we didn't talk every day. Um, but it was good. It's like you it, it is other ways though, you know, besides the whole phone moaning, but it's gotta be that type of person that can handle nigga, we're not gonna talk on the phone every day. So a text is, you know, it's cool. Yeah, no, no, you no. shoot me a funny meme or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Just keep the I lines thought of this made me think of you. Keep shit the, like keep that. Keep the lines of communication. Send some nudes. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Keep a nigga yeah. engaged. You know what I'm saying? I mean, because the thing is. Yeah, that works too. And that, that, or that. videos. I prefer videos. If we along this, I prefer videos. Something, yeah. Videos. Just something something visual to look at. Yes. And, and you know, and that, that can be a thing too, because it's like, okay, well, hey, a this video is. video what you call it, my is, name. This is what you feel like you need. I'm saying you need all these different things, so then give me this, that, and the other, and you know, depend on the woman, depend on you know, depend on the man. I'm saying both parties could fall short, or or not even try to put that extra effort in. Right. I'm saying because like if I'm if I can't see you because you you know you in fucking Nebraska and I'm here, but I'm like, well, shit, send me some news, bitch. You need to send me them news. Right. I'm saying if you like shit, nigga, send me a video of you jacking your dick. I ain't never sent the video of me jacking my dick, but I hear that's the that's the new thing, evidently. What? I, I, you know, I, was just, I prefer that over just the regular dick. I'm old school. I'm, I'm, a, I'm. Oh, you old? School. I'm a fucking dick pic legend. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But in the video and but, the cum shot. But yeah. if a, if a, you know what I'm saying? If a chick was like, nigga, I need to see that dick nut. Okay, give me all I need is five minutes. Okay, let me. You know what I'm saying? Let me wet wham. You know what I'm saying? You want me to use a blowsin? You want me to dry beat it? Dog, I, I almost spit all over this mic because I could do it. Nut? <laughs> you want me? You want you want some lotion? You want baby oil gel, shea butter, baby oil gel. You, know my you want me to shine it? Up? Yeah, like, I got you, there baby. You know, so I, I I do think like those little things right there. Those build the excitement, right? It's just like damn, it's like I was you been sending me news for the last two weeks, and also remembering conversations that they had. Like, hey, how did that go today? How did you know? what I'm saying stuff like that. But it's but it's like I said, it's it's effort and consideration on both parts. True. Now I do I do believe and, then, and you know and the other part is you know so it depends on what you're doing with your life and what I'm doing. We might not be able to be in the same spot because I might be in Atlanta chasing this acting dream, you might be in law school in California. Right. So at that point 
we're both being productive to build ourselves up. That way when we do come together, right. we're, we're the best version of ourselves. But sometimes some people don't understand right. that. And yeah. also, I say this and then we can close this out if you don't have nothing else to say. Um, long distance shit. Let's say if you are in Detroit and the other person is in California, people think we don't always have to come to where each other at. How we can pick a mid midway, you True. know, a mid spot. Because if we paying for flights and all that shit, we gotta pick something that's comparable for the both of us. You know what I'm saying? So if we meet midway and even if it's just for one motherfucking day, I miss you, I love you, we're gonna get in here, wham bam, enjoy the day, and then we head back out. Shit like that, people have to become more creative too. Let me let me ask you a question. So I was having a conversation <clears throat> with a young lady, mm-hmm. and so like the conversation was about like motherfuckers traveling to see, see you know, traveling to different cities to see one another. Mm-hmm. And so the situation is mm-hmm. that yeah. that woman, that woman and that man, uh, what is that? I don't mean I don't know. I see, is that a number sign? Or is that an HS? What's the story, though? <laughs> Number six. Oh, okay, whatever. Uh, so let's just say, so the, the conversation was, so the, the man and the woman are not in a relationship. But let's say, like, the man is going to is willing to fly to go see that woman. Mm-hmm. So she was like, well, if a nigga come see me, and I'm saying, whether I didn't fuck with him before or not, he going to have to get his own hotel room. And I was like, well, shit, if I fly to go see a woman... Wait, wait, I might have misheard something. Okay, here. You said whether they fucked around before or not. Or not. He, they got to get separate rooms. No, 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 no. Okay, so example. So you you live in, let's say you live in Seattle, right? Okay. And let's just say, let's say, let's just say for, for continuity purposes, me and you've had a previous sexual relationship. Mm-hmm. So I tell you, I'm going to fly out to Seattle and see you. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So if I'm going to book a ticket, my expectation is I'm probably going to stay with you if you agree to let me come see you. So when I was talking to her, she was like, well, no, nah, if a nigga come see me, whether we was fucking or not, he got to get his own hotel room. So I was like, that, that's kind of pointless. And that's kind of inconsiderate of that man's pockets. Because mm-hmm. you want this man not to own, not only to pay a fight to come see you, but then he got to pay for his own lodging. So I'm like, well, you know, where's the kickback? Like, what do you really... Where, where, where Does did she it, live with a man and she wants him to get his own hotel? She, that's well, the only thing I would come well, up with. So, so what she was saying was that she lived with her sister. You know what I'm saying? Her and her sister own the condo. So, okay. I, so I was like, so if so, this is your your blusters. She was like, yeah. I'm like, so why wouldn't why would you have a man fly in and come see you, pay four hundred dollars or three hundred five hundred dollars for a ticket, uh-huh. and then make him pay for a room? Are you expecting him to pay for a date too? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you know, I thought it was just retarded uh-huh. to even even think that. But mm-hmm. she was like, well, no, I mean, that's just that's just how it would be. It's definitely more to that story, and she is, I would think. If that was my situation, it's because either I live, I could live with a sister or whatever, but maybe my sister don't know I'm talking to this dude. She don't know nothing about him, and she, I could be fucking with somebody else seriously, and here I got this other dude. My sister don't know I'm a hoe. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like that To me, that doesn't make sense. I don't care if the nigga was driving two hours to come see me, and we fucked around previously. If it right. was good, my nigga, I want you to come live in this bed and fuck me the whole time you're here. Right. You so, so, then I, so then I told her, I said, well, if that man comes sees you, then you need to be paying for that room. She was like, no, nah, because he wanted to come see me. Mm-hmm. No, nah, it's just like, you're not even fucking make. So you just want a nigga to do the whole shebang, travel across country, pay all this money for a flight. Right. Pay for a room. I got to right. probably pay for an Uber. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
Yeah. That, yeah, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. I would totally be on the guy's side. Like, yeah, uh, you know what I'm saying? So then when her, her friend, her, so it was me, her, and her friend talk. She was like, well, yeah, like, I mean, shit, nigga, you trying to come see me? You be spending that cash. I was like, that's why. Oh, I, see, that's, yeah, that's the different mentality. So so this is when I brought the bopper word back into play. I was like, that's why both of you boppers are single. Like, you're too old for that shit. Yeah, that's, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, that makes sense. And your pussy's old now. Like, all this expectations, you know what I'm saying, that you, you and your pussy demand just this, Top tier shit, like okay, your pussy not twenty one no more, okay? You know what I'm saying? That is that is refurbished pussy. You know what I'm saying? You need to be a, a that's, that pussy's an old school now. You know what I'm saying? They got a carburetor. You know you got to spit start that more. Like it's not it, you ain't you ain't young and fly like that no more, okay? Well, I should be happy that mine still don't need a spit start. I mean, but but it, but your logic though is a little bit more considerate. I spit on my pussy, I probably swing on them. I mean, you know, no, that's that one thing important. Uh-uh. Once he spit on her, I changed it. Chicks be having dry pussy, video. though. Yeah. I wouldn't know nothing about that. Oh, okay. Honestly. Okay. Honestly. Okay, Brittany the Bop. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's, oh, yeah. I meant to say, I am back out here. Uh, 2020. 2020. My nigga shoot your shot. I'm definitely. So, so you can I get some of that. I realize that's why I got insomnia so bad. Like, I'm like, I ain't been fucked for real. But that's the thing. Oh, let me say this. So, I was talking to somebody. They was talking about the whole sending dick pic things. And I'm like, I don't, I don't have no problem with dick pics. But she was like, you know, fuck the dick pic, nigga. Send me a video of you actually fucking. Let me see what your stroke look like. And I said, you know what? I think I might be on today. Like, yeah, send me a pic, a video of you actually, of your actual stroke. You ain't got to, don't include the girl in the video, because I might know her or some shit. She freaks me. Y'all like that. If a chick tell me to send her a video of me fucking another woman, right. I love you already. I mean, it ain't, but it's just porn. Yeah, I but, mean, we watch porn I mean, anyway. Once again, I, mean, you, I wish you had a dick. For like two months, and you could talk to some of these women, cause it's like, like a chick was like, I remember man, like four years ago, I was talking to this chick, we was talking about fucking and shit, and I was like, so what the hell, like? She was like, I mean, it's alright. I'm like, what's it, man? You got a video? She was like, why you want to see me suck another another nigga dick? I was like, I watch porn. I was just talking to somebody about yeah, that. Like, like, yeah, I, like, you find a video. I you're like, I don't, I don't, I'm not necessarily looking. For the niggas dick, I'm looking right. at you, bitch, to see what exactly. you can do. And the dick just happens to be yeah, in there like, you're doing your talent yeah, on the dick. That's like it's it's man. it's just it, the fucking the dick is just going to be there, okay? Like exactly. I, I I personally I'm going to imagine that being my dick. Right. You know what I'm saying? This is the <laughs> this is the replacement dick, okay? I'm looking at you and your and your eye movements and is your eyes watering? You know what I'm saying? That bop, 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 like you know what I'm saying? Send me the video. You weird. Bitch send the video. I might be weird then because so then so then I finally did get end up getting ahead and the shit was trash. I was like, that's why you didn't want to send a video exactly because it was you, trash. You knew you had no bop 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 action. Right. You had no shit with some bop in it. Yeah, but you, <laughs> you got to get the bop. Uh, that's our word now. Twenty twenty, the year of the boppers. Coming to the end of another episode of Real Spit, No Swallow. Did you miss us? With <laughs> your girl, Miss Brittany Patrice. And you know that nigga that talks shit with the sexy baritone, Always. sultry voice. Goddamn Zoe. You know what I'm saying? Lorenzo, if you're nasty. <laughs> Make sure you following us on all your social media outlets. Facebook, Instagram, Real Spin No Swallow, hashtag RSNS Podcast. Check out all our stories that we post about. Um, I'm the Risky Experience on Instagram. Up close and risque, be risque events and more. Oh, speaking of events. This Friday, January 31st, I do have a sipping shop um, I'm a part of in Southfield, Michigan. February 8th is my big event, the Risky Experience Night Out. We're doing a new model painting, a fellatio workshop, toy party, games, prizes, food, and drinks are included. No, this a nigga? It's a nigga, yes. Uh, why don't nobody ever ask me to be a new model? No, well, I never thought about it.
about that. Would you do it for yeah. money? Because they making like $250 for an hour. Hell yeah. Would you do it for real? Well, I'm, I'm so serious. I'm not ashamed of me. I'm, look, I'm long so as it ain't, long as it ain't cold in there. It can't be cold. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> long as it ain't cold. <laughs> I don't want you to see my, my super so, softness. But if it's just like, if it's warm, yeah, medium. medium how long I got to sit there, though? I think you, I think bitches would sell my events out if they knew Zoe was coming yeah, to be fucking yeah, butt-ass naked and painted. Do I got to be hard or I'm on soft? I mean, it don't matter if you really slanging that slang slang. I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, if you on soft and your balls hang longer, <laughs> your dick hang longer than your balls, then you good. I mean, I, ew, I'm not ashamed of my softness, Okay. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Because even, even what if, I'm thinking. I'm saying, but I'm saying, if, even if I got little softness, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't saying. God damn it. I mean, well, we don't like little softness. I mean, because I had one model. His motherfucking dick, they hung lower than his balls on soft. That's what's up. Good for I was him. like, whoo, hard. This motherfucker about him. twelve inches. Yeah, I do that shit for sure. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's some good money. Yeah, I do that. Shit, two hundred fifty dollars for an hour. Hell yeah, to sit there and be naked. I get a haircut, throw my earrings Actually, in. You stand up. Damn. Yeah, you got to stand up. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, for let me, an hour. Let me drop out 30. Hell yeah, I'll do that Oh, shit. you got to work out and all that shit. I'm sure I want to be sexy. I mean, I mean, it's I mean, it's I chumpskiller, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't Some give a fuck. like chumpskiller men. This is true. This is true. You know what I'm saying? I might put that out there just to see. I'm with it, shit. Yeah. And the motherfuckers be like, yes, yeah, sign me up right now. Nigga, we'll have one at the end of this month. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't no bitch, okay? I'm from <laughs> Finkel. My mom, ain't, my mom ain't raised me to be no hoe. Damn it. <laughs> I would. I didn't. Stay on the lookout on that. I didn't whip my dick out in church before. Sorry, God. I have though a couple times. I was a young as a kid, teenager. Okay. Not right. not an adult. You were. You was a different person. If I'm gonna whip my dick out in church now, I got to be married. At least I'm doing this before the eyes. I'm saying at least I'm. What this is before the eyes of God. I'm just my wife here. We ain't, we technically we not doing nothing wrong. Okay. <laughs> this is wifey. We wanted to get a quickie in the basement before revival. <laughs> Before praise and worship, okay. I want to get some of that bop, bop, bop. <laughs> <laughs> some of that boparito. Yeah. Anywho, all right, y'all make sure y'all share real spin no swallow podcast, <laughs> and we'll catch y'all next week with a new episode. Oh yeah, man, follow me on the gram too, man. Talking oh, shit, yeah, Zoe underscore actor Lorenzo Orlando, Zoe Kelly on the book. You know what I'm saying, oh, and I'm writing movies this year, so. Yes, be on the lookout. Tell you this love story gonna be dope, Brittany. I'm just waiting for you to tell me what where my part is. What you want to do? I don't know what you want me to do. What's your movie? What I'm, you want I'm, me? I'm to? saying I, I, don't, I mean, I can audition for a few different parts. I'm a good actress. I always want to be an actress. I'm Did saying you know that? though, like, okay, so you could just give me an idea of some shit that you would be interested in. I and, told you I want to be a love interest. You can't I be wanna, my. You can't be my love interest. Well, I mean, the next movie, you can make somebody fall in love with me. And it'd be a lot of sex, but it's okay. kind of boring. I could, I could probably write you in and do something, though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You could well, probably, you you let me know, because I'm ready. You probably could be like like my girl best friend and be like, girl, leave that nigga alone. He, he, no, because that's not how I am in no, real life. No, but you, but, well, okay. I mean, it is acting, though, so. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, I might be able to, yeah, I might be able to do something yeah, for right you. Yeah, yeah. I'm ready. Yeah. Put me in the game, coach. Okay, all right, my nigga. I got another actress for you, too. Porn? No, my little sister. Oh. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, not porn for her. She the real actress. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, we out, though. <laughs> yeah. Peace in the bottle of here, my <laughs> niggas.